there comes a time in every person's life when you realise it's not about doing what you are told, but doing what you know is right for you. Let us take a journey of learning and discovery with the world's most successful people who are living the life of their dreams, walking through life using their inner wisdom and being of service to others. Forget exams, grades and test scores. What is your purpose? As we let go of what we think should be and learn from our elders to gain knowledge, inspiration and a true sense of who we are. What are your dreams? Does your life have meaning? Are you living a life of significance? Let's talk with today's guest. Hello, my name is Mark Taylor and welcome as we spend some more time together on the Learning on Fire podcast. Today I'm talking to Alexis Avila. Hi Alexis, thanks for joining me and let's explore the journey of who you are. Hi Mark, thanks for having me. So uh, I was uh, born and raised in Ann Arbor, Michigan, United States. Moved to Brookline, Massachusetts uh, when I was seven. Uh, my dad uh, got a residency, he's a doctor at the uh, uh, Boston hospitals. And, uh, and then I grew up and went to uh, high school in Massachusetts. And, uh, and then I went back to college in Michigan, University of Michigan, uh, Ann Arbor. Um, and uh, right now I, I run uh, prepped and polished tutoring and test preparation in the Boston area. And we work with kids uh, locally in, in, in Boston. Um, nationally, all over the United States, and uh, and then around the globe through the internet, online on Skype and Zoom and, and uh, FaceTime. I was just going to say, is that kind of so? Even when you're doing those sort of uh, around the world ideas, it's still kind of one on one or kind of proper tutoring rather than kind of online courses and that kind of thing. Yeah. So a lot of like what I do with with Pratt and Polish is just a lot about what what I'm comfortable with as a, as a person. And growing up, I've always been like a one to one, very comfortable in a one to one situation. So I became a guidance counselor because I just knew that my skill sets were in the area of just kind of helping students out one to one. And uh, so that that's what we do at Pratt and Polish. We believe that uh, you know a one to one type tutoring, teaching student situation is, you know, uh, you get the best results that way. And uh, it's worked really well for for us. But yeah, yeah, yeah. We just do one-to-one classes online or, or in person. Growing up, I just, uh, you know, I just, I, you know, high school, I, I was a, you know, a great student uh, in the beginning in ninth grade. And then I kind of fell into the wrong crowd and got caught up in the social scene. And there were some teachers who really, you know, I got a teacher who, who had a problem with me, um, the way I dressed. It was kind of back in the hip hop culture kind of days. And, you know, she gave me, I went from an A minus to, to, to a C, to a C minus in one semester. Um, so how does that happen? Um, so, you know, basically my, 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 uh, academic self-esteem plummeted. Uh, in ninth grade after when I got that grade and then I just basically wasn't able to recover Um, so I wasn't like an A plus student all the way through high school I mean things turned around pretty well for me but I I really learned that you know uh, teachers can either make or break you in a a school system Um, so that that probably motivated me to kind of start a tutoring company where we have really good tutors who believe in our students so it's kind of ties in together yeah I mean I can really see that and like you say teachers have so much influence don't they and it can be positive and negative in equal measure depending on 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 that relationship and, and how it comes across and uh, 
Um, I, I really like the fact that, like you said, that even even globally, you have that intimate one-on-one relationship. There are lots of people these days who th- when they think about things being online, that it's one to many. But actually, it's just a different way of connecting, like I say, face-to-face is face-to-face, whether it's in the same classroom or the same room or whether it's actually over Skype. And uh, I actually did a, I was doing a Christmas show um, a year ago and um, the person who I was staying with, she was tutoring, I think it was French she was doing, and she was doing online Skype lessons as well. And she'd sort of been through and been a tutor in university and colleges and things and then just decided to to help people out and and set this up online herself and she said she absolutely loved it because it was just that she could help the people who really wanted help because they were coming to her to ask and at the same time she had that freedom and flexibility to to speak to different people around the world which she found really really exciting oh that that's great that's great to hear i love stories like that but uh yeah i mean just you know i've always like i said i just i've always been a one-to-one guy and the fact that i can get paid and and make a living doing, you know, what, what I'm good at uh, is uh, uh, is really fulfilling. And so what does your life look like now and how is it different from when you were growing up? And I guess that could just be in terms of lifestyle or, or environment or location. So uh, what my life looks like right now is, um, you know, the way I see it is I'm running a, a very successful one-to-one tutoring company uh, run by educators. And, and I and I emphasize that because a lot of my, uh, you know, a lot of competitors, and there's a lot of good tutoring companies. I don't like to disparage other tutoring companies, but one thing that kind of sets, separates, you know, mine from others is that, you know, we're, I'm a guidance counselor and I run a business. Uh, there's a lot of, you know, uh, businesses run by professionals who have MBAs, which is fantastic, but they came up with a business plan because they saw that it would be very lucrative. Um, I actually came into into tutoring not not for the money but i was just basically trying to you know fulfill you know my passions and and the money came secondary and and we're very successful now as a result i think the parents appreciate it but it's taken me 20 years uh i would say almost 20 years to get to a place where i'm not number one you know i'm not like i'm not i'm not kaplan you know i mean (laughs) but, but we're in the game which means like we have a reputation um, you know, the calls are coming in, um, you know, I, I, I'm trying to, you know, find more tutors. So, and it's taken 20 years of basically just, you know, pounding the pavement. You know, I used to go to mailboxes, you know, house to house on Sunday mornings with my cup of coffee. And, you know, um, I, I did whatever it took really to, to kind of become known. And it's different where, you know, I, you know, my life is different now because I'm living the life that I want to live. I have, you know, great, I have flexibility in my schedule. So now I can do things that I really want to do. I like to read. So I make sure that I read just to kind of sharpen my mind every day. Um, I work out. Um, I run a company, which which I like to do. Um, and I also have time to be with family when it's time to, you know, pick up my daughter. And I also have time to meditate. I meditate 25 minutes a day to stay calm. So a lot of freedom comes with what I'm doing now. Yeah, and I was just also going to say that the freedom is often the key, isn't it, like you say, and, and that just enables you to live the life your way. And I think those small things that you can do every day, I mean, I've been self-employed my entire life and, and the freedom to be able to, like you say, pick my kids up from school, to be able to have a certain amount of time freedom where you can say this afternoon I'm going to do X or Y is is, is worth its weight in gold. And, and the other thing I loved about what you said is the fact that if you do what you're passionate about, and it takes a lot of work, as you said, there's, there's a lot of um, piles to be trodden on in order to get yourself going 
but often with that with that work with that passion that you've got when those two things come together often the rewards follow yeah it's it's really great having having some time because i know a lot of people in the corporate world and and they're they're kind of they are tied up to the 9 to 5 job and it's it is very stressful maybe it's very lucrative and that's nice and all but you know when you when you can kind of run run your own show and and call the shots uh, you can also kind of you know run your own schedule which is invaluable yeah for sure you talked a little bit about um you said that, you know uh, and a, a thing with one of your teachers but what was valuable about your school experience is there anything that sticks out that you think actually what i what i gained from that was something which i really really value now well one thing that i learned i learned from high school um you know and it wasn't like the happiest time uh, in the world it was it was a very stressful time for me um uh is that you know life is tough um, you're dealing with a lot of personalities, um, and you have to learn to, uh, you know, win. You know, learn how to be friendly. You know, to 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 win friends. You know, if you want to make friends, you have to be friendly. And also, I learned that the teachers, when they're good, they can inspire you and instill your your uh, you know willingness to learn. Um, so I had some classes that you know that had with teachers that really inspired me. You know, maybe they pulled me out of a classroom and, and offered to, uh, you know, they invited me to participate in like a spotlight business program where like every Tuesday afternoon, me and a bunch of kids would jump in a bus and go to Bentley College to learn, uh, you know, from entrepreneurs. I mean, that was inspiring. Or a teacher would, you know, give you like, you know, you know, really like, you know, push you to, you know, work hard on an English paper and you get a good grade as a result and you read a great book along the way. So, um, it just taught me that, you know, I, I've always loved to learn. So when I and so when I had a great teacher who ran a great classroom, I, I, I thrived in it. And do you remember which teachers some of those were? You you just sort of said there about why it's that kind of inspiration, it's that opportunity thing. But was there is there a particular person that sticks out for you? Yeah. Um, it, so you know, before I mentioned how you know there was actually one teacher who who uh, who uh, didn't believe in me. And, you know, I went from that, um, you know, A to a C in one semester. And, and it took me like, you know, s- you know, freshman year, you know, sophomore year, struggling. Junior year, Mrs. Mrs. Green, she was an English teacher. Actually, she, she said, you know, why don't you go for, you know, take the, the highest level English, English class and, and join my class next year. She, she pulled, me, pulled me aside. And I said, I didn't think I could ever do that because it was a very rigorous class. Um, she stands out to me because she was very strict. Uh, she didn't look at me. It, it, she didn't look. She also didn't really look like me, you know. Um, you know this Greek, you know Puerto Rican kid, you know dark hair, and she was just very strict and quiet. And and uh, and I didn't at first when you know you don't judge book book by its cover, but it didn't seem like we were gonna click. But she she made everyone in the class work hard. Uh, she didn't treat me any differently than the other kids. Um, unlike other teachers, um, and she she re- rewarded me with my first A uh, since freshman year, and that was the turning point. Miss Green was the turning point because she pushed you know the hell out of me, and she rewarded me and and I and, and made me believe in myself again. And that after that, I got straight A's and a 4.0. So teachers really can make a difference. <laughs> yeah, and I love those stories about when you know people 
think, oh yeah, a teacher really looked after me because they, you know, they made life easy or they made did this or did whatever. But I think those that really understand what it takes to get the best out of their students, those are those are like gold because they understand how to push, how to praise, how to support, um, and like I say, to be able to do that with lots of children within a classroom, and that's that really is a real gift, and that's what teaching really is all about. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I, I agree with that. Who did you admire when you were young? Um, so I, I grew up with a lot of, uh, uh, opinionated, uh, rebellious people, uh, in my family and in my family's friends and, uh, in Ann Arbor, Michigan, you know, who are very like, uh, um, so they were, a lot of them were running their own businesses, um, and not working the corporate jobs. Um, so I, I grew up with like a lot of family friends who started cooking, uh, restaurants and, uh, uh, catering companies. And I got to be part in artists and I got to be part of that scene. And, and I, I learned to think for myself, uh, early, I was encouraged to, uh, follow my dreams and, you know, importance of chasing passion over money was instilled in me early by my family. And I still follow like that motto. So my dad, for example, psychiatrist in Boston still, um, was very, always very quiet but very confident in growing up, kind of just like led by example. And I'm kind of like, I just kind of followed that. That's how, kind of how I go about my day. Um, you know, I go about my day, I, I look at it as like, I'm going to go conquer it, but I'm not going to post it on Facebook. And sometimes the, the the biggest impact we get from these people, isn't it, is, is purely watching them and the experience of seeing how they live their life. It's not always about, you know, that one piece of advice or whatever, if, especially if you're in a position where you can see people over a number of years, like you say, especially when it's family and, and that kind of thing. Just really understanding about who they are as a person and, and their, I guess, their overall character and how that really works for them. That That's very impactful for you. Oh yeah, like so. So somebody like you know a father, he grew up with them, and uh, just a constant kind of can be a constant influence, uh, you know, for the for the good or bad uh, over many years. Absolutely, you know, uh, I see I see a lot of like businesses today run, you know, for you know, people just trying to pull one over on the, on the customer. But I grew up in a very different kind of place, like in Ann Arbor, uh, the door's a little bit more open. Um, so, you know, I try to like really focus on great customer service skills. And I think that my, my Midwestern values kind of instilled that. And it's actually helped me actually run a better business. Yeah, I think if you're starting from a point of how you can help the people that you're that you're serving, I think that's that's it's, it's an integral. I think to people really feeling what your organisation or your business or you as a person is really all about. And I think from there you can get some great relationships. And and I think your life is generally more fulfilled as well. Yeah, absolutely. What was the best piece of advice you've ever been given, and who gave it to you? Um, well, so I mean, there's when when you grow up, you know. The, people always say things to you, um, you know, whether they're, you know, negative, you know, like a bully, <laughs> you know, those things, things stand out. Those can motivate you as well. Um, but you know, some of the positive things, I mean, it, it, and they come from all different kinds of ran, random places, but you know, one time in Ann Arbor, Michigan, uh, you know, at night, I think after, you know, um, a party or something, or, you know, late at night when we were getting like subs or pizza, this homeless guy, uh, near a payphone, I don't know why it's kind of random, but uh, he noticed that I was acting kind of cocky or something, kind of like you know brash or puffing my chest out about you know being loud or I don't know what it was, but he just I rubbed him the wrong way, and he came up to me, and 
he he basically he looked at me square in the eye and he goes, "Look, man, stay small, but grow bigger. Grow big inside." And uh, I I I instantly knew what he was talking about. He was like, you know, don't you know don't act bigger than than who you are on the outside. You're not impressing me. Work on yourself from the inside. And uh, you know, I don't know. I, ever since he he said that to me, I, I wrote it down. And even and when I showed it to my friends, they were like, "That doesn't even make sense." What you, this guy, what was he talking about? It, it made sense to me. So I try to make a goal of just always improving myself and not really bragging. Uh, and uh, you know, just like that homeless guy suggested, and uh, stay humble. Stay humble. Just let actions do the talking. You know, I run my business that way. You know, I don't do these flashy advertisements. Um, I don't. I don't offer quick SAT score improvements, uh, guarantees, or anything like that. Um, I just focus on just hiring great tutors and let the, let the let the chips fall where they may. And it's always that thing which I love when I when I chat to people. You never quite know what where it's going to go or, or what's <laughs> yeah, going to be sure. said. Um, yeah, there's so many. Yeah, and 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 it's just that sense that you you don't know where some of this inspiration is going to come from or or where the piece of advice will be. You know, like you say that there's often I you know someone sat me down and said X, Y, or Z. But to have something from a complete stranger, you know, like you say that just hits your left field, but really talks to the sense of who you are. You can't have imagined that was ever going to be the case. But when you get something which is important to you and you really connect with it like I say it can change your life and you don't know when that's going to be it might be tomorrow it might be in a year's time it might have already happened to you but when you understand it and you take it on board that that is probably the most important thing of all really yeah and the, and the hard truth sometimes really sticks with you you know and I feel like that the homeless guy you know just gave me the hard truth and and I it it, it, it kind of stung a little bit you know I didn't want to hear like you know he was telling don't, don't tell me what to do but it was true you know I was not acting appropriately and uh and i and it actually led me to enact change so that was helpful yeah amazing story amazing story what piece of advice would you give your younger self now uh find positive people in your life uh positive mentors um stay away from negative the negative gets you down uh it depresses you uh it sets you back you know um really you know high school find positive people fun loving people who are you know, motivated and, you know, not, not just, you know, smoking pot or whatever and drinking and, 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 uh, just wasting, uh, you know, they're, they're, they're growing brains. Um, you know, have fun, have, have a good time. I'm not saying don't have a good time, you know, balance yourself, but find positive people, man, because positive people are going to kind of just bring out the best in you. And, 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 and that's what, you know, life, life rewards you when you bring the best out of yourself. Work on the things that you love each day. You know, uh, I would tell my young self, if you can, keep you know, keep track of uh, the things that you love. Uh, work on a spreadsheet, so you can build positive momentum, because momentum can really work in your favor. And I was just, I was just, I was just sort of thinking then, in, in terms of of that sense of what, like, say, when you're in school and that kind of thing, it's very hard to have that impression that you have control over the people that you surround yourself with, isn't it? Because sometimes, you know, you're in this class, so therefore it's this group of people, or you're in this form and it's this sort of people, or you live in this neighborhood and it's this sort of people. But I, I love that mindset of kind of, but I want to be surrounded by 
this type of person, whoever that is, like say positive or people who are ambitious or pe- people who you want to spend time with for those reasons. And sometimes that just takes a little bit of effort in terms of where can I find these people or, or where are they that I know that I can hang out with them as well and actually just be discerning about I'm going to put my energy there because I know that's where it wants to be. And the people that I might have to spend time with just because I happen to be in the same um, the same school or the same class or whatever I just have to deal with them in the best way that I can but I don't have to waste the energy or feel like that's where my life is heading just because that's where I've been put absolutely and 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 if you have a hard time finding you know friends who are that that way try to you know find find an organization where you can find maybe a positive mentor like the big brother big sister association um, you know just a real quick quick story uh, 2002 or three I joined the big brother uh, program um, and my mentor uh, my mentee uh, Danielson he grew up you know in you know very poor uh, from Cape Verde um, he hardly talked to me you know that first meeting that we had and you know um, we, we uh, you know we've been and now the guy is 20 I think he just turned 28 I met him when he was 12 he's 28 now and he's got a we still connect once every week once every other week he went to my wedding i mean this guy has a a great job great career as an it specialist with stock options and honestly like when i when we go to a bar (laughs) um he's the most charismatic guy in the room he like talks to like like i'm like what are you doing why are you talking to that guy i don't even i don't know him he has the biggest smile on his face. He's completely turned turned himself around. The power of mentoring, man. I'm not trying to say like I'm this positive mentor or anything, but he pursued the Big Brother program, and it turned his life around. So, it is it is invaluable, isn't it? And and that I have to say that's come up a few times on this season um, about the whole mentoring thing, and it's something which keeps striking me as well. And and some of the great impact both in terms of the people giving the mentoring as well as the people receiving it. I think there's there's something about a, a coming together of souls almost, of people wanting to help and people needing help and that kind of thing. And and out of that, magic seems to happen. And it sounds like this story is the same sort of thing, like a complete change of direction for somebody who really needed that help. The power of uh, you know positive influence, um, opportunities can, can, is amazing. Yeah. So what does your future look like now, do you think? You know, I... I keep track of a spreadsheet. Um, you know, I, I actually do, uh, uh, I work out, I do jujitsu twice a week. Um, and my, my sensei would, did the ultimate black belt challenge where he was like doing like a hundred pushups a day and hundred sit-ups for a year and all, all these like, you know, like little physical activities. So I started kind of like doing the same thing last year, but then my, my list of things that I want to work on every day grew. And if you look at my spreadsheet, honestly, there's like 30, items of things that I do. Like I meditate 25 minutes a day. I read 20 pages a day. And so my future is going to be like, I'm going to continue that spreadsheet, um, and just continue to just work on myself so I can be stronger, uh, more positive, uh, you know, calmer, you know, I gotta, I have a lot of work to do in the, in that department, you know, the anxiety always kicks in, you know, but mm-hmm. I'm working on that, you know, and, uh, I do the meditations help you know, me be a little bit more centered. I want to be somebody who speaks the truth more. And my company in the future is going to, I want it to make a big difference, you know, continue an excellent reputation, you know, and, uh, and, and give back to the community and be a leader in it. So 
I love it when I hear the answer to this question when it all stems from basically doing the future will look like it looks now but just more of it because I would have done more of it in the future and and, and I think that's such a great answer because you know you don't know what's around the corner you don't know what house you're going to be living in or what city or what your health will be like necessarily in terms of it's going to be x or i'm going to weigh this amount or i'm going to have done this you know this reward or whatever it happens to be but what you can have control over like you say is kind of i'm going to do more of what i love i'm going to do more of this i'm going to do more of that and from that i'm expecting my life to look like this because you know you can give more if you're healthy and you're doing things and it's something you want to do and 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 i and i yeah i really love it every time i hear that kind of answer that kind of my future will look like it looks now but just bigger and better because i've been doing it for whatever time from today is until whenever that point in the future is yeah absolutely and i'm I'm just i'm a big fan of just momentum um if you work on it every day like that 10th day of of working on 10 days in a row whatever it is like just even like talking to a barista at at a at a starbucks or a coffee shop that 10th day you're going to be like you know yucking it up with that barista like it, it it's training you know uh your mind to 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 just kind of do things that are positive and so momentum can work in your favor it could also work against you if you're doing negative things if you smoke every day for 2 years you're going to you're going to smoke that that third year so anybody can turn their life around uh, you just have to make the positive changes and work on them every day that's what i've learned yeah, I think I think that's great advice for all of us listening. I think, yeah, fantastic advice. Yeah. So there are certain resources that have a big impact on our lives, and we know that. But um, what's the one thing that you think is has had the biggest impact? And it can be obviously a podcast, a book, a video, film, or even a song. It doesn't matter what it is. But what's that one thing which has just been so impactful for you? Well, uh, you know, besides uh, my podcast, <laughs> the the Prepped and Polished podcast. Um, I love listening to Joe Rogan's podcast um, because he's he's honest, he's fun, um, and uh, I just finished a, a, a really good book um, called "Can't Hurt Me" by David Goggins. Um, it's a bestseller now. He's uh, he was an ex uh, Navy SEAL, ultra marathon runner, um, who basically grew up like in an abusive uh, uh, household, and and just a perfect example of how he kind of just. Uh, just didn't didn't uh, stop feeling sorry for himself, and, and he just basically started working on on proving, and 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 now he he runs like ultra marathons, uh, like crazy crazy stuff. He won like the Guinness Book of World Records for the most amount of a uh, most number of uh, uh, pull ups in, in 24 hours. Um, and I'm currently reading 12 Rules of Life, uh, Jordan Peterson's book. Uh, love it. And then this one book, um, it's. Uh, something that I absolutely love. It's on my coffee table, but Secrets Self-Made Millionaires Teach Their Kids uh, by Stephen Siebold. Uh, very, very honest. I uh, wish that I had that growing up. Those are some great things there. And and as always, the, all these things will be on the show notes. So if you go to educationonfire.com and in the search bar, just write Alexis Avila and um, the show notes for this episode will come up and we'll have links to all of these things that we've been talking about. So you've got easy access to, to everything there. So we talked a bit about your company and the sorts of things you do. So those who are people who are interested in and want to connect or want to find out more, what's the best way for them to find out about you? Um, it's kind of a one-stop shop with me. I mean, if you go to preppedandpolished.com, um, preppedandpolished.com, 
there's like an instant chat that comes up and it's me basically. Um, if I'm away from my office, I'll just connect with you uh, on, on my phone. And that's a way to contact me. So just go to practicalpolish.com. That's how you find my podcast. That's how you can work with me, um, get in touch with me. Oh, that's great. So as he just said, everything's there. And, and we'll also have that on the on the show notes as well. Well, it's been yeah, really, cool. really great chatting to you. I really appreciate your time and, and all the great value for information. It's been really, really good. So, um, yeah, thank you, Alexis, for sharing your wisdom and allowing us to learn from your experiences. My pleasure. I appreciate it, too. All right. Take care. Thanks for listening to the Learning on Fire podcast. For more information, please visit educationonfire.com and follow the links from the homepage. This show is sponsored by the National Association for Primary Education. Education is not the filling of a pail, but the lighting of a fire.